Hey, hey buddy. welcome to Industry Headlines. He's Kevin we're- Kaufman. I'm Fred Weaver, and we're back again three weeks in a row with both of us. It's weird. We both got in the same room three three weeks in a row for at least a couple of minutes to uh, to record this. So that's exciting. All right, what are we going to talk about this week, dude? Uh, so in today's episode, we're going to talk about Zillow, Zillow, and Zillow. Holy Zillow! Stay that tuned. is a lot of Zillow. As my uh, six-year-old would say, oh, my peanuts. All right, that's a lot. So let's let's start. Um, wow, first that's a good th- one there, Zoe. Oh, my peanuts. All yeah, right. so Mike Delpreet, for those of you who don't know who Mike Delpreet is, he has uh, sort of become an industry expert, if you will, on iBuyers, spent a lot of time studying them. Uh, you can find a lot of his content on um, Inman News, but also uh, his own website. Just Google him, Mike Delpreet. Uh, and you can read some of the studies he's put out on iBuyers. And at any rate, he has called out Zillow and Opendoor specifically about their lack of transparency in their iBuyer financial model. So find that to be interesting. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I don't, I, okay, I don't know Mike. Let me just say that right off the start. But Same. Mike charges for like a lot of the stuff he does. So um, but it was nice of him to, to do a call out though today and give us some data. So he's calling them out, Kevin, because essentially they're sort of uh, advertising, if you will. They're trying to tell shareholders in a shareholder letter, letter as an example that Zillow just published the average return on their home has a gain of like $21,000, right? So they're saying, hey, we're buying it here and we're selling it here. So we're making an average of $21,830 per home. That's what they're saying. But they're right. like, but they're leaving out revenue. this, this little thing called expenses, right? Yeah, I mean, that, that there's totally a difference in revenue and actually making money. And obviously when you're a publicly traded company, especially if you're a tech company, you get to talk about top line revenue as opposed to how much money you really made. Yeah, so I think they're leaving out some things like uh, employee costs, uh, marketing, advertising costs, technology costs, maybe even the cost of actually selling the house. I'm not sure if that's disclosed in there or not. Perhaps it is. But the point is that, uh, you know, what's being published out there is not necessarily uh, indicative of how much money they're actually making on the homes. Yeah, this is my favorite quote from the article that was in from that he wrote or the opinion piece he wrote in Inman. He said, it's the equivalent of an immaculate conception version of iBuying where transactions magically occur without employees, customers materialize out of thin air and technology is freely available to all. When all indirect costs are included, profitability quickly drops to the negative for both of these companies. So um, yeah, no kidding. And uh, interesting to see, I wonder if there'll be a response at all. Yeah, well, here's my thing. You and I have been on record over the last couple of years saying like, we actually like the iBind model. I like the idea of technology and people coming in trying to make something easier and better. And if you don't, then I'm sorry, then you're all about yourself. You're not about the customer, right? I'm all for whatever's easier for the customer. And so there are people that are opting for this particular model. Um, so the consumer part to me in the iBind model has been solved, right? Like as far as I'm concerned, checkmark, there's a percentage of the population, especially in Phoenix, Arizona, that will opt for the ease of of selling their home to one of these iBuyers, check. But the other check mark for me has not been met, right? Like that one's still, uh, it's a TBD. The other check mark is, can these companies do it profitably, right? So like consumers like the service, yes. Can it be done profitably? Not yet. 
Well, yeah, consumers like a lot of things that that can't actually be done uh, profitably by the company. So, but yeah, it's good for the consumer. Again, you and I've been on record so many times saying it's good for the consumer. Then number one, it's like, it's just good period. And we've got to learn to adjust as real estate professionals. Speaking of adjusting as real estate professionals, holy shit, Zillow came in guns a blazing last week, acquiring showing time for a measly $500 million. Well, they used all the revenue they were creating in their iBuying program to obviously buy showing time, Kevin. Clearly, that is a boatload of money. Uh, they announced last Wednesday that it entered into an agreement to acquire uh, the showing real estate management uh, and really analytic company showing time for $500 million. So, so far, Zillow saying they're going to continue to operate showing time separately as like an open platform to all the entire real estate industry. Probably no kidding. It might actually end up being their most profitable uh, division uh, of the company, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. Does it actually stay that way or does it just become a bigger piece of the pie for them within uh, their iBuying world? So from a strategic standpoint, like there's a lot of people trying to guess where does this move go? What's going to happen, right? There's been some funny articles written out there about this particular move, but it seems to me like number one, it's a, it's a company that actually makes money. So they bought a company that has a large user base agents that makes money. Uh, and number two, it, there's a lot of data behind this, right? Ton I mean, of am, data. I, am, I, am I missing anything I mean, here? Like it's data plus like a, a profitable company. On well, the surface, think about it. let's just, okay. Now I know Phoenix isn't the whole country, but let's think about it. We use Showing Time here in Phoenix, and it's used in so many markets. Showing Time has the data for literally, literally every single listing on our MLS. So yeah, like direct feeds. Like here's the deal. Like we all know, you know, Zillow's become a brokerage, and and I think all of the states now. Um, this is just something else more to get the info and the data directly because they. <laughs> They now own it. So, so it'd be interesting, Kevin. Let's let's tie together. And I mean, I'm I'm making this up. I don't know this to be true, but tie together story number one and story number two here on industry headlines. Could you perhaps take the data available in showing time to help you make stronger, better offers in your iBuyer platform? Oh, something tells me you could. I think you probably could. You know what? And speaking of tying stories together, Brad Inman came out with an with a with a uh, an opinion piece of his own. I want to say yesterday, and uh, the title of it alone gives is the punchline. Like, don't blame Zillow, blame your leaders. And he's what he's saying is like, I want to read this quote first of all from Brad. He said last week an influential real estate executive called me. He did not name this person, uh, only that he was a male. Uh, lamenting that realtors were quote whining about the Zillow buying showtime announcement. He actually showed a level of disdain towards his own real estate agents. I thought that was interesting. And obviously Brad did too, because he felt the need to kind of lash lash out at, at the leaders of, in real estate and say, this is, this is on you guys. Like this isn't on, you let you paved the way for Zillow and, and by you guys, meaning, the owners of the real estate companies, the leadership of the real estate companies is who he's pointing that finger at. Yeah. And I know I'm about to open a can of worms that some people are going to be opinionated about. And I, I haven't thought this through well enough to make all my arguments or to even see the other side of this. But I feel like a lot of the real estate problems that we have are the fact that the structure of real estate entities, if you will, or how real estate agents function is still built on these damn association of realtors that feed up to the National Association of Realtors, right? And so like, there's only so much 
like the the leaders of particular real estate companies franchises they can do only so much at, at the at a local level the associations still govern a lot like if you want to sell houses and list something in, a, in the mls you have to be a member of that association you also then have to go along with that association's uh choices to use a company like Showing Time to allow a company like Zillow to have access to your feeds, right? So I kind of feel a little bit like KW, if you will, in that KW, a great company, you and I were part of it for many years. They're a franchise system. Gary Keller would love to turn around and just make unilateral decisions across the board and change things, but he operated in a franchise. And what has the real estate industry done, you know, in, in local markets over the years? It's essentially, it's not a franchise, but it's, it's taking the controlling power and giving it to the association of realtors. And in my opinion, many of the leaders of our industry don't even belong in their association of realtors. That's my outside opinion. I'm not saying there aren't leaders in the association of realtors, but some of the more dominant leaders I think of when I think of, you know, leaders in our industry, they're, they're not, you know, active inside their association of realtors. So again, yeah. I don't really know where I'm going with this other than to say like the whole thing's kind of a mess because at the end of the day, like what power do we really have? Yeah. Well, I think so. So Brad kind of lays out a pretty decent argument here where he talks about basically there's been different points in time where it's like, Hey, why didn't, why didn't we come up with, why didn't somebody else go and acquire acquire showing time? There's there's a couple of companies with that kind of cash. There, why didn't somebody else go out and build this tech? Why you know? And he gives a few different, um, pretty good examples of like, hey, this could have been stopped along the way. And uh, so I agree. I, I think the thing here is like, what we can't do is real estate agents and brokers and leadership inside of real estate. We can't be pointing the finger at each other. Like I see agents all the time say say and they're usually just re repeating some bullshit they heard on stage but oh my gosh you're a premier agent you're 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 funding the company that's going to take you down like that is such that is such like there's no thought in that that's repeating something you heard somebody say on stage um and if you actually think that i, I don't know to me that's that's a real that's a really weird thing to think um we should be going, okay, how do we step up our game? The same way you you and I just got done talking about iBuyers. Like, okay, cool. The consumers showed that they want something different or they want something more above and beyond the kind of base level service and offerings that they've had for the last hundred years. How do we step up and offer that to them? I think that's the real question that we should all be trying to solve. Thanks for joining the Zillow, Zillow, Zillow industry headlines. This has been so inspiring. We'll see you next week on Zillow TV. Go hedge your bet and buy some Zillow stock. Talk to you later. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Join the Kevin and Fred community, part of EXP Realty and partner with us today. You'll get free access to live trainings two or more times a month, live events and in-person masterminds, digital downloads to help you run and scale your business, and much, much more. To learn more and join our community, visit kevinandfred.com slash contact and contact us today. Not ready to join our community? No problem. Continue enjoying all this great content on our podcast for free.